good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to welcome you to the podcast today. I trust that your anchor is gripped firmly to the Word of God, that you're serving Him to the best of your ability. Uh, after all, that's what the Lord is looking for, right? Uh, oftentimes we find in the Scripture that the Bible tells us that God is looking for people to stand in the gap and be counted for Him to be useful servants. That's what God called the apostles to do. And that's what we're taking the next several podcasts to talk about is the topic of whatever happened to the apostles. And I've already covered four of them. We've covered Simon Peter. We've covered Andrew and James and John. And today we're going to be turning our attention to another one of the Lord's disciples. And each one of them really had a feature that commends itself to us in terms of a teaching opportunity. Uh, there were several of them, all, well, all of them actually went out to serve the Lord. They became heralds of the gospel. They went out and proclaimed in different areas of the world. Uh, some of them were uh, were local, and others of them went to great uh, distances in order to share the gospel with different cultures and geographical regions. And so uh, we've been looking at several of those, the mo- majority of which at this point have remain fairly close to the Middle Eastern area, and that's no different with the one we're talking about today, and that is the Apostle Philip. Philip, who preached the gospel in what is then called Phrygia, P-H-R-Y-G-I-A, he, and that is modern-day West Central Turkey. He went there, and he spread the gospel and labored in a populated area, uh, and he actually ended up dying or being martyred at a town called Hierapolis. In fact, in recent years, in uh, 2011 to be exact, there was a archaeologist that was doing a dig at that point and had discovered what was had been the traditional tomb of Philip uh, uh, the, the Apostle. And so uh, we have pretty good uh, long-standing tradition about where he died and where he ministered as he preached to Greece and Syria and in western Turkey. And, and so we, I want to look at his life for just a little bit, and then we'll note his ministry and the things we can learn from that. I'll probably also take an opportunity to talk a little about Philip the deacon. It is an unfortunate reality that many historians, or a few influential historians, let me put it that way, uh, gave some very misleading information. They would conflate or mix up Philip the Apostle with Philip the Evangelist. Philip the Evangelist, of course, was one of the deacons. He was a comrade of Stephen himself, one of the first deacons. And uh, one of the most notable examples is the historian Eusebius, who uh, identified both of them as the same person, which is simply just not the case. Uh, Philip the Evangelist has a great testimony of being a, a soul winner on his own right in Acts chapter 8 when he leads the Ethiopian eunuch to Christ. Uh, you remember gets up in the chariot with him and visits with him. But let's turn our attention just for a few moments that we have left in this particular podcast and let's recall and remember the ministry of Philip. He was a very real man. He was down to earth. He was somebody that was from the village of Bethsaida. He had that in common with Andrew and Peter. Peter. Uh, I've been there at that village where that would have been on the edge of the Sea of Galilee, right on the very north uh, of the uh, sea itself. 
And he was a disciple of our Lord, of course, and he was among those that surrounded the John, John the Baptist when the latter, when John the Baptist himself actually pointed out Jesus as the Lamb of God. It was Philip who first introduced Nathaniel, sometimes uh, identified with Bartholomew, uh, but when he, he introduced them to Jesus. According to one writer, Philip was among those who attended the wedding at Cana with Jesus. And it's interesting that of all four Gospels, Philip figures most prominently in the Gospel of John. Jesus is asked by Philip, how in the world are we going to feed 5,000 people? Philip was a down-to-earth, realistic kind of guy that was trying to figure the logistics out on how to feed all of these followers that were coming to hear Jesus preached. And later he appears uh, as a link to the Greek community that came to seek out the Lord. He may have even spoken Greek uh, and had been known by those Greek pilgrims that came to seek out the Lord. During the Last Supper, you'll remember uh, when Philip asked Jesus to show them the Father, he provided just a marvelous opportunity for Jesus to give direct teaching about the unity of the Father and the Son. So we don't want to confuse him with Philip the Evangelist, one of those deacons that was established in the book of Acts. Uh, who was, like Stephen, to be an overseer of the charitable contributions to those that needed help. Uh, but Philip, in his own right, in his life, in his ministry, he was greatly used of the Lord. Uh, all the stories that you read about him, you have to be careful about accepting, because some of them would have been later fabrications by historians. But Philip's life was one that was, I believe, used of the Lord um, the scripture tells us not a whole lot about how he, uh, about where he went in terms of his ministry. It's more tradition that we understand that his preaching uh, was so influential on people that Philip died on a cross. Uh, that's one legend or one story about him. But we, the other is that he was martyred by being beheaded in the town of Hierapolis. I think suffice it to say that his tomb location being there in uh, the Turkish city of Denizli uh, was a testimony to the fact that he gave all. I think he was a realist, but I think that he was so gripped by the conviction of the risen Lord Jesus Christ that he was willing to go out and to tell the entire world about the power, the majesty, and the salvation that's offered in our Lord. I know that he sat there and saw him break those five loaves and two fishes. He's the one who watched the Lord in all of his miracles, and he remained convinced, particularly after the resurrection, that Christ was worthy of expending his life, that it was no hallucination that he saw, that it was no swoon that Christ was in, but that Philip was convinced that he needed to give his life in going out and preaching the gospel to the point where he ran into the authorities, those religious, predominant religious leaders of the day, and yet God used him in a wonderful way. Always looking for an opportunity. And uh, we're going to look at probably at a little bit about Philip the Evangelist on the next podcast because these two are to be distinctive, and we'll talk about that. Look for opportunities today. God puts you in places in order for you to be used by Him and testify of what great salvation He's got done for you. God bless you. Walk with the Lord today. Stay faithful to Him. And He'll bless you beyond your own.